from three on 1116 SEN. Kangan Institute, bound to industry, bound to succeed. Call 13TAFE. Going to be sunny today, a top of 28 degrees. Windy tomorrow, 29, and a few clouds around on Thursday. Right now, it's 13 degrees. Uh, thanks, Meredith. Uh, we spoke, as we said, to Brian Gorgian a couple of weeks ago to really, um, this was before this had started, we spent he, the uh, significance of what was happening over in China, mm. where his basketball coach told us, well, this is the latest over there. Games set to resume April 15 and will include foreign imports. Games we played, uh, each city will host 10 teams. They'll resume regular season games. Each team will play four games per week. The exact schedule to be released later this week. Now, that to me says that that's moved on pretty... Well, not pretty quickly, but moved in, on significantly in China. They've recovered to a, to to a degree. degree. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we haven't. We're still and at the very start of it, of course, and no one really knows what's going to happen from an AFL point of view. Uh, massive day yesterday, the 17-game season. How does it impact on the clubs? Mark Evans, uh, super experienced footy administrator, now Gold Coast Sun CEO, been good enough to join us. Evo, uh, thanks for your time. What's it like yeah. up on the Gold Coast? I mean, it's consuming all of us down here. How has it been um, received up there? Oh, very similar, I would imagine. That uh, lots of uncertainty in the community. It's a massive thing in this community, given the reliance on tourism and international education. Mm. So, I think the business sector here has felt that earlier than other parts of the country. Um, but, uh, yeah, so certainly a talking point everywhere. Have you noticed, in a practical sense, good morning to Eva, in a, in a practical sense, have you already been contacted by companies that you thought were going to sign on as a sponsor potentially this year that are now withdrawing? No, we, we haven't to this point in time. Uh, we've just asked people for a little bit of patience while we work out you know, what the scope of the season is and how we can adapt. And, and for some of those companies, they will have benefits that will still be provided. Others, that might, they might need some changes. But uh, we, we understand that everybody hurts in this. So uh, we'll take our time and try and find the right solutions. And the AFL's decision yesterday, do you support that? I think we're going to need the flexibility would be the starting point and at least we can come out and start planning all of those things. The, the logistics of it are still up in the air and that could change from week to week, day to day. But uh, I, I think pleasingly for the way that I've seen coaches, players and, and our administrators react, uh, they're starting to talk about we just have to be adaptable and flexible and, and uh, deal with each day as it comes. Uh, lots of things being floated around, and I know there'd be no surety, really, or certainty, but the chartered flight situation, is that being um, floated with you guys? Being investigated, which is more about that um, that spread from person to person, particularly if you're sitting close to, to public. But um, at the moment, the, the strong advice is our playing population are in a pretty low-risk category of uh, having any great complication with this virus. Um, but so long as we manage things properly, still got to play our part and work on hygiene and social distancing and things like that. So just about every club in the country already will have separated out a very bare-bones football department and players. Uh, our administration left the building at the start of this week. We will set up into smaller hubs across the stadium, uh, almost isolated work groups, if, if you like. That will happen from tomorrow. So most of our attention has gone to, be, to managing our people and getting ready for all those things. What about precautions around flying? Well, at the moment, they're um, working very hard with Virgin and then also the hotel providers at Accor to make sure we've got the right hygiene standards. Uh, we're educating everybody, everybody, whether you are a player, staff member, you live with a player, that 
hygiene is the most critical thing to preventing the spread and that that uh, protects people's health, protects the community and um, gives us a chance to continue to play some games. At any stage during these negotiations, was it put on the table that you know, a club like the Gold Coast Suns fly into Melbourne, you stay in Melbourne, you try and get as many games played in the early part of the season? Has that ever been a discussion? There are some benefits to that and, and other disbenefits, but what we have said to the AFL is we understand this is, these are unique times and we need to uh, flex and adapt to that. Uh, we've been trying to tell our people for a while, uh, you know, the motto of the Gold Coast Suns is accept the challenge and get on with it. Uh, yep. To give us some certainty, uh, as much certainty as you can get in an uncertain world, the AFL has said that the fixture in terms of who plays who, when, in what order, will continue to the first four rounds, but they then have to recalibrate the fixture to try and get rounds where uh, 18 teams each play each other across the 17 rounds. So I would expect in some of those circumstances they might find efficiencies and protective measures to, to try and get the season away. Mark Evans, Gold Coast CEO, has joined us. So, Mark, what, what's the biggest challenge right now for you as the CEO of... You know, you've got the massive challenges anyway of being an expansion club and trying to you know, get your foothold, but what's the biggest does this challenge? You've got a broader lens. What's the biggest challenge for footy right now? Well, the biggest challenge with this issue is that it leapfrogs us quickly. So uh, we sit down and we plan for what we think the next few stages are, and you can wake up the next morning and it's already leapfrogged you. So that, mm. that has been the hardest part is how do you create... And good leaders create order from chaos. That's what you want from governments, the AFL... It's what we want from our senior coaches. It's what we want from our, our best administrators in the game. So how do you do that? From a, a business sense, there has to be decisions here. We have to get to some uh, some actions pretty quickly. And that should be a shared responsibility. How we do that is is, is tricky because most people don't understand the, the size of the issue. And we need the AFL to, to work on that. And they've been working on that for the last uh, week. How would you describe the mood of your group of players? Oh, footy clubs are amazingly resilient. Like, they're upbeat. Uh, they've got, obviously, uncertainty as to what happens. But um, for us, we've got kids that have come in and, and trained for their first summer, uh, waiting to see what happens with the selection. We've got players who've, who have really stepped up uh, their program across summer who just can't wait to play. So we, our job is to educate them and prepare them to just be adaptable and flexible and also to get them to understand what's happening in the community and what their role is in that. Just hypothetically, we get started, then there's a disruption. Somebody has a positive test of coronavirus, so the competition shuts down. What will your uh, instruction be to your players up there on the Gold Coast? Say it's not a Gold Coast player that has been affected. Will it be business as usual? Will you continue training on through, through that period? Is that how you envisage this? We'll have to be flexible because we we won't know um, how long is that shut down for. So a player test positive, our club or another another club, we're, at the moment the protocols are that the club and probably those rounds will will shut down. But it, it's uncertain as to whether those protocols remain or change across the course of the spread of this virus in the community. So if we are told, for instance, uh, okay, there's a three-week period here where you're off, we would probably have a mixture of give the players a, a, a bit of a break, but also then have a, a, a training program that then prepares them for when we think they're going to come back. Interesting times, Mark. We appreciate you jumping on. Uh, Port Adelaide at the moment, Saturday night, Metricon Stadium. Good luck if it goes ahead. 
<laughs> Thanks, guys.